Today, the uh, child mutilation surgeries the left keeps saying aren't happening are still happening. We'll give you the latest. Is Bud Light feeling the heat after their partnership with Dylan Mulvaney and the FBI is, well, spying on your churches? What could possibly go wrong? We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and a cosmetic surgeon in North Carolina was busted showing off her work mutilating children as young as 14 on her website, you know, all in the name of inclusivity. This is Dr. Hope Sherry, owner of the Cosmetic Concierge in Charlotte. Up until a few months ago when she was called out by local activists in the area, Dr. Sherry proudly displayed the before and after pictures on her website, only the pictures you're seeing right now uh, these pictures with the black lines over them, they were not censored on her website. No, these 16, 15, and 14-year-old girls had their breasts exposed and posted on the Internet for all the world to see. You know, just a little child porn for inclusivity, of course. The doctor called the girls males in her picture gallery before referring to their ages and which surgery they had undergone, which is strange because if they were males, they wouldn't have any breasts to remove, you know, unless they were... Uh, Alex Stein's wife's boyfriend, Dontarius. The website also states that the doctor does not require her patients to be on hormones for any length of time at all. The only requirement under 18 is parental consent and a doctor's letter. She claims she relies on the informed consent model. Informed consent, really? Is the doctor explaining to the patient all of the complications that can arise? Is the doctor explaining that this is an irreversible procedure, that there's no coming back from this, that these girls won't be able to breastfeed their babies if they change their minds later on, which studies tell us the majority of people who experiment with being trans do change their minds? Does she tell them that she's turning them into lifelong patients that she can profit from forever? You know, it's fascinating because as much as the left keeps telling us, this isn't happening, they're not doing this to children, it just keeps happening. Like, we have piles of evidence. Actual people like Chloe Cole and so many others. Chloe, who's been on this program telling horrific stories of the damage that was done to them when they were children. They call you a right-wing nutjob pushing lies because you hate gay people. They're just lies. You're just transphobic. You're doing this to stir up fear and hate. That's not happening to kids. Oops. Well, it is. Well, that turns into, all right, it might be happening, but it's, it's really rare. Then all of a sudden we're at this, uh, well, if you pass this bill preventing doctors from mutilating children, you're a hate monger and we will riot. Okay, well, we'll see how that works out for Dr. Sherry soon, because last week the North Carolina legislature introduced a bill that would ban gender modification surgeries for those under 18. And one of their Democratic representatives just announced she is switching parties, which gives the Republicans veto-proof control of the legislature. And when the legislature does pass that bill to protect children, I would encourage all of the groomers on the left to go cry about it. Joining me now to discuss this and more is my good friend, Chad Prather, host of The Chad Prather Show. Um, it is really wild to me that in 2023, this is even, I mean, this is, this is considered controversial for YouTube. In fact, after I just, what is it, the first couple minutes of the show, we're probably already demonetized because I dared say we shouldn't be mutilating children. Well, let's spend the hour talking about it, right? Yeah. I mean, where do we start? Where do we end? I don't think there is an end for this thing. So, uh, first of all, my first thought is they can't, they can't help themselves. They have to talk about it. 
they got to show their work, right? They've got to expose mm -hmm. themselves. That's what they're going to do because they've been told, these doctors have been told that nothing's going to be done to them. And mm -hmm. guess what? Nothing's going to be done to them. You know, as we speak right now, they're marching on the Capitol yet again in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically you have Tennessee lawmakers who are leading an insurrection right back into the Capitol building. But for what reason, right? So, again, you saw the pictures, and that, that's a horrifying thing. You saw a 14-year-old, you saw a 15-year-old, you all saw a 16-year-old. It's horrifying that this is, you know, the cosmetic concierge, right? Mm -hmm. Here is before, here's three months after. This is giving your child exactly what a double incision with nipple grafts. 15-year-old male, as you said, three months after FTM, chest reconstruction with the nipple grafts. This is very graphic. This is a child. This is a child. This is a person who doesn't know who they are, where they're going in life. And, and when I think about this, what purpose do we have elected officials? What purpose do they exist if it's not to protect the innocent among mm -hmm. us, right? Mm -hmm. This is the kind of thing these Tennessee lawmakers and lawmakers in every state ought to be doing to make sure that children are protected from these types of monsters. This is barbarianism. This, this is absolutely horrible. Did you ever go through a phase in your life, Sarah, where you wanted to, I, I don't know that I did. I, I, you know, you try to figure yourself out in your teenage yeah. years. P people have tried. Did you go through a phase? I didn't. So I was a tomboy. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it was a phase where I was like, that. I want to be a boy, but yeah. I was a tomboy. I hated wearing dress. I mean, the, basically okay the exact the opposite as I am now, yeah. right? I, I own a makeup company. Yeah. I would have never, the, the young Prepubescent Sarah would have never. I didn't like makeup. I didn't like dresses. Yeah, but you went through changes, right? Correct. Your identity it evolves, it changes. I mean, my God, I didn't know who I was till I was forty-two years old. And I'm st I, into people. Sometimes they'll say well, Chad Prather, and they're like, "Oh, I'm a big fan of Chad Prather." And somebody else like, "Well, I've never heard of him." And I'm like, "Well, I'm fifty years old. I'm still trying to figure myself out." <laughs> That's life's journey, right? You're always trying to kind of evolve into yourself. So you had you've had people. They were goth, and they were punk, mm -hmm. and they were emo, and they were whatever. All these other things were. Were they? went into this alternate reality. So I've stopped calling this transgenderism. This is trend genderism mm. is what this is. This is the, because these, these kids aren't trans. No. These, they're not trans. The Dylan Mulvaney's, the Jeffrey Marshes of the world, they're not trans. Trans, and I can't even imagine putting myself, and I know people who are the parents of kids who are going through this, this dysphoria in their head. And this is traumatic to watch. And they'll even say, my kid's dealing with these mental issues, right? Hard, hard to watch. My heart goes out to these people. Mm -hmm. But to make this a trend, the way they're doing it, and you just, you know, it's like getting a tattoo on your neck. You know, you're just going in for a little procedure. Or we're going to get your nose pierced or something like that. That's not what this is. If anything, these lawmakers need to be standing against this trend. Because mm -hmm. in 20 years, this trend's going to be gone. Which, by the way... It's fascinating to me that Texas is still not one of the, what is it, 13 states now that sure have banned gender are. modification. Yeah. Still waiting, Texas legislature. We're still waiting. The I Texas realize. Texas legislature is a joke. I know. I know. The Republicans in the Texas House are a joke. I know. I know. I mean, this should be the most basic thing that you could tell your constituents is we are going to protect children from mutilation. But I want to, okay, so I want to I wanna get into, because a lot of people say, well, you know, I mean, we don't want it. We don't want it for kids. But what adults do is none of our business. OK, mm -hmm. I guess you could make that argument. But I would argue that us allowing the adults to do it, us 
promoting adults on TikTok and Instagram and all of these mentally ill men like Dylan Mulvaney and Jeffrey Marsh and all of these others, uh, bearded men who dress up like women and call themselves women, is what is leading to the childhood <coughs> epidemic of thinking that they're trans. Case in point here, um, I, I want to get to Bud Light, but I first want to show you the latest to partner with Dylan Mulvaney. This is uh, Oil of Olay. Here is Oil of Olay's latest ad. Watch. Yes, because females always sleep in boats. Olay, every day. SPF, that's just my way. Getting sun, I'm going cray. Olay, Olay. Every day this, every day that. Let me hit y'all with some scientific facts. Enough hydration for the whole nation. SPF, baby, we're glowing on the daily. Monday, get my Vitsy. Tuesday, got lightweight energy. Whips, uh, go from ugly. cream to liquid. Saturday, Sunday, I'm addicted. Olay, every day. SPF, that's just my way. Getting sun, I'm going cray. Olay, Olay. I cannot express to you how offensive this is. That this grown man who doesn't have, I mean, he's not so convicted about being a woman that he's gone to chop off his penis yet, as far as I know. Because he's not trans. Because he's not trans, yet he's, ta he's stealing women's sponsorships, campaigns, all of these things <laughs> where women could actually be, you know, promoted. And this dude is going to, like, wear a bow and pretend like he's sleeping in it and promote this facial cream, which obviously, I'm not saying men don't use facial cream, but obviously the majority of Oil of Olay's, uh, you know, customers are going to be females. I would like to just remind everyone that AmericanBeautyBySarah.com <laughs> does have a skincare line that you can go get. Um, but that is why, that is the entire reason why we did it. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't need to see a man showing me how to use skincare. I don't, I don't need to see a man pretending to be me being promoted by a skincare line that they're trying to advertise to women. It just doesn't, that's ugly. It just doesn't seem like a good marketing strategy. <laughs> I just wanted to point out again how ugly that is. Yeah, there's not enough oil of Olay in the world to cover up that five o'clock shadow. <laughs> and the ridicule and mocking set aside very close to where I can still reach it. Um, I wanna make the point that women don't sleep with those bows in their hair. They don't, they don't, you know, unless you're drunk and you come home late, you don't really go to sleep in your makeup either. No. And, and, you know, he wakes up with his makeup, then puts his oil of ole over top of the makeup, eh, which I don't think that's what y'all do. No, um, that defeats and, the purpose. And then, uh, then, you know, like the other day of the Bud Light deal, women, not only do women not want to be wearing a bra mm -hmm. when they're at home and <laughs> lounging around the house, y'all don't want to wear a bra at all, and I don't blame you. <laughs> he's wearing one in a bubble bath. Right. Because he's not a woman. Right. And again, he's, he's not trans, he's trend. And, that, and that's the difference. You start calling them what they are. One, they're not transgender. That's their term. They're, they're, they're transsexual at best. And if you're not lopping off the goodies, you're not trans anything. Mm -hmm. Because you're trend. And that's the whole thing. He's getting rich off of this. He's, he's making a parody out of femininity. And this is, uh, this is the exploitation of womanhood. Maybe this will segue over to the Bud Light thing if you want. But yeah. But... The Bud Light thing, see, the Bud Light thing hit different because it was the perfect timing. It was after the circumstances surrounding the Nashville shooting, which we all know. And then it was um, the exploitation of women mm -hmm. in just a complete affront mm -hmm. to, to true womanhood of saying, okay, we're going to put this person's, we're going to celebrate their 365th day of being a woman. No, you're not. 
No, you're not. You, you, this is a guy who's on parade, who's a gay man who's choosing to dress like a woman because he's, he's a weak beta who wants to be dominated by another man, and he's trying to appear attractive to draw straight men in. Just call it what it is. That's what he's trying to do. He's a gay dude who's playing a game. Dylan Mulvaney will go away. He'll go away after he's had all the d he can have. He will go away. He said in his whole deal, there's a swear jar. It's not a bad word, is it? I'll put 20 in. Well, here's is. the thing. Here's the thing. He, he'll do... He'll, he said it. He said it. I'm not accusing. So don't come at me with the whole hate thing because, because whatever you want to accuse me of at this point, like I, I'm done with you. Like the road diverges like this it, it, and I can bury my head in the sand like most people are doing and saying, oh, it'll just go away. Or I can mock the hell out of you. And that's what I've chosen to do because he said that, you know, back when he was trying to figure out who he was and he was just boy crazy when he was in college and he didn't. Know. So he himself has admitted that that's what he's after. He's a boy crazy dude who's gay. And now he's found a way to ca capitalize a profit off of this whole deal. Mm -hmm. He is the ultimate grifter. Mm -hmm. He's the ultimate grifter. He's a transgender. He's not a transgender. Yeah. Huge yeah. difference. Well, it, it is fascinating, too. I think um, a lot of the, uh, the L's, the G's, and the B's are very upset about this because they're like, you're literally, you're trying to erase being gay. Like, just so because you're gay, you're just gay. Yeah. Like, you don't have to pretend to be a different sex. You're just gay. Like, you like men. Okay. <laughs> Go stay, get you some then, I guess. Stay in your alphabetical lane. Right, right. Be, be a G. You ain't got to be a T. Right, exactly. You don't got to. You don't got to jump straight to the T. Yeah, just you. Don't, you ain't a GT. <laughs> you just a G. And so, um, that that's the thing that fascinates me about the Bud Light deal, is because, um, you know, they doubled down on this marketing campaign, and and I think people had just had enough. Mm -hmm. Like, it really hit different. Mm -hmm. I, was, uh, I was down in New Braunfels, Texas, Canyon Lake area of Texas, and I went into a store, grocery store, on uh, Saturday, and I was, somebody had asked me to pick up a 12-pack of beer while I was in there. So I walked over to the beer section. I'm not a beer drinker. You know this. Yeah. I'm not a beer drinker. I might have one. But I, I go in there and I look, and, man, there were stacks of Bud Light. Yeah. All the other beers were picked over for yep. the weekend. All yep. the other beers were picked over. Well, we've seen Bud Light. touching it. We've seen Anheuser-Busch distributors go online, say the same thing. Uh, we've seen multiple. Where is this? The, uh, this is a bar owner in Missouri who said sales of Anheuser-Busch uh, bottled products dropped 30% at his bar over the past week. Uh, their drought beer plummeted 50%. Another bar owner, I believe this is in Boston, said 80% uh, of their Bud Light drinkers ordered something else that week. And um, I mean, it's we're seeing it all across our, uh, the country. Our friend, John Rich, our friend John Rich, he took Bud Light out of his Redneck Riviera bar there in Nashville on, on Lower Broad. Wow. Um, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It but pe but people aren't touching it. We saw we went to the after party for the Nefarious movie. Nobody was touching it in there. Well, it's just fascinating. It was free. It, it was. It was. It was free to us. It was open bar, and I was like, "Nah, it's okay. I'll, I'll have out. wine." Even nobody touched it. Well, I'll it's have just. A seltzer. It's fascinating because if you're going to make that bold of a move, at least be a good beer. Yeah, yeah. And, Bud and, and, and Light that was, sucks already. Yeah, and that was the point that I wanted to make. It kind of slipped my mind. There is, is everybody says, "Well, what about Miller Light?" And it's like, oh, "Okay, listen." Every major corporation in America has their LGBT initiative out there. They, mm -hmm. they, they have their marketing plan for all of that. They've all put the pride thing up there. But that's different. We don't care if you're gay. Right. We don't care if you're trans. We don't care if you're bisexual. We don't care if you're a lesbian. We don't care. But you decided to use it to exploit women, mm -hmm. and that is different. And then, you know, you decided to weaponize your insanity and put it on your 
flags, put it on your posters, actually go into schools and shoot people or write manifestos about it. And so we're like, nah, we're just, we're just going to be done with you now. Yeah. Yeah. Or we're really just going to be done with you at this point. As we mentioned at the beginning of the program or using that initiative to push, you know, uh, child gender mutilation yeah. surgeries. No, no. No, no, thank no. you. I'll pass on it. the entire thing. The entire movement, no. I'm I have done. people say to me all the time, and I'm sure they do to you, just quit talking about them. No, no, not going to quit talking about them. That's why we're here. Yeah, we're going to talk about them because we're going to ridicule them to the point of showing the absurdity. Mm-hmm. Because if you think they're going away, they're not going away. See, Anheuser-Busch, they're not worried about the drop in sales. They may lose $4 billion in stock, but they are not going to go away because their handlers out there that have a bottomless pit of money, they're okay with this marketing campaign because to them, they're like, you know what? If we tell you to jump, you'll say how high right. because we're the money behind the thing. And it does, yeah, you'll drop in some shares. You'll get some bad PR, but this is the, this is the initiative and the narrative we're pushing and you're going to obey the agenda. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're, let, let's make one thing clear. We are in this current predicament of having these crazy folks uh, running the show because we didn't, nobody talked about it. Everyone wanted to live and let live. I'm going to mind my own business. I'm going to tend to my family. Yeah. You do you. And hey, guess what? They took the entire culture. Yeah, so we got to talk nothing. about it. 30 years ago, I said this. They don't want equality. They want control. Yes, correct. And now you're seeing it. Yep. yep. And they're not done. No. They're, 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 they're not even halfway down on the bullet points of their agenda. No. No, oh, it, they're coming hard on you. That's why I have people say, just let people be. Why so much hate? No, I, I don't. No. hate them. I hate the agenda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate the narrative. Yeah. I hate what's being pushed and promoted. Yeah. I hate those pictures of a 14-year-old with her breasts cut off by the cosmetic concierge. Mm-hmm. Like this is some kind of cool trend to be a part of. That I hate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to cuss on this show, man. I do. Because I, I hit the limitations of the, of the English vocabulary, and my vocabulary ain't that great anyway. Well, listen, I, I don't, it's not my rule. It's just our edit team gets mad. Well, so. I get it. I, I'm adding work to them. I won't do it anymore, okay? I, he's not, look, he might. I won't. We don't know. He I might. Won't. He might. He might. We don't know. I won't. Uh, all right, let's go ahead. Well, we could go on about this forever, but we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. We want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So, uh, look, I, I don't have to tell you this if you have a 401k or an IRA, that inflation has consequences. Consequences because you're seeing the consequences in this usually retirement nest egg that you have. You've created this, um, that you're seeing it get devalued more and more and more and more because of the financial decisions that are being made by this administration. You really, really need to diversify. Diversification has never been more important. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has, historically, it's always been a really, really great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Please go talk to Birch Gold Group. They make it very easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA with precious metals. Here's what you need to do. It's very easy. Just text the word Y to 989898. They're going to send you a free information kit on gold. And if you are interested, they can help you convert your existing IRA into an IRA in physical precious metals. And uh, it's going to be tax sheltered. So you got nothing to lose. This is no obligation. Just learn about it so that you don't just continue to watch your savings devalue. Text the word Y to 989898. Those of you who are Blaze TV subscribers, we very much appreciate it. I did hear, though, Chad, you'll find this interesting. There are a lot of Blaze TV subscribers who also just, they just watch it on YouTube because they're just already on YouTube and they're like, I'll just watch it on YouTube. So if you're like double subscribed, 
I feel like I should have a prize for you. I don't. Your prize is, is watching prize this program. The prize is they get more content. Your prize is watching this program. You're welcome. I mean, I want you to look how good Sarah looks. Do Every I? episode. How good Sarah looks. She gets dressed. She even puts on nice shoes that y'all don't get to see. Not today. Don't tell them that. Well, they can't see them, so you didn't, they would never know. Me? It's like yeah. whatever I was wearing. Thanks a lot. You just throw, you know, some old flannel on top. I was going to, okay, can I... I do want to tell the audience who has been waiting, they've been waiting forever for this alleged new set that I'm supposed to get, and I think that they think that it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, and I'm just, I'm pushing for a shoe cam. That's all I'm going to say. I'm pushing for a shoe cam. So weird. No, it's not. No, no, I get it, but it is. Whatever. Anyway, go ahead and make sure that you uh, gently tap the like button. You don't have to get violent with us. Uh, Subscribe and comment. Let us know what you think about the news of the day, about Dylan Mulvaney trying to take over literally every woman's space. We appreciate you. Um, all right, so. No, if you had a foot no. cam that was only available on Blaze TV, you would be the highest subscribed show. You would, you would beat Beck. <laughs> I'm telling you, there would be more people signed up under your promo code if you, because people are weird. Let me know. Let me know. I'm telling you, I just gave you a million dollar idea right there. <laughs> No, you didn't. You gave it to Blaze. Well, I, but they'll be using your promo code, and it's guaranteeing you a contract until the Lord comes back. Well, we'll see if they uh, take you up see on if that. See comes back for you and your feet. We'll see if they do that. Um, so the, uh, the, the FBI, Love we've them. known for a very long time that they, I mean, look, they probably got Chad and I on about a million different watch lists. They just made my oh, name. They did. Chad, we talked about it yesterday. I hate Thing. Yes, you are I'm a violent extre- extremist. I'm a violent extremist, so I know I've already been on the list, but yeah. now, now you're I'm double doubling down. You're double on the list. So the Weaponization of Government Committee uh, has discovered that the FBI has sent undercover agents into Catholic churches to investigate uh, certain parishes for domestic extremism. This is a letter from Jim Jordan uh, to... FBI Director Chris Ray, based on the limited information produced by the FBI to the committee, we now know the FBI relied on at least one undercover agent to produce its analysis and that the FBI proposed that its agents engage in outreach to Catholic parishes to develop sources among the clergy and church leadership to inform on Americans who are practicing their faith. Oh, no. So this is, I feel like... um, People are not talking about this as much as they should. I mean, we're talking about the FBI going undercover, trying to develop strategic relationships with leadership in churches. We're talking about the FBI going undercover, trying to create strategic relationships with January 6th defendants' legal team. I mean, this stinks to high heaven. We're talking about the FBI, who we now know uh, was working directly with the Biden administration to raid Mar-a-Lago. This is this is scary stuff. And yet again, every time they call you the fascist. You remember when extremist Muslims flew airplanes into buildings? You remember when they passed the Patriot Act and they were worried about sleeper cells in in Islamic mosques. Mm -hmm. Remember those things? Mm -hmm. See, they used all of that as a ploy make sure that they could violate all your privacy and everything that you wanted. They're not worried about sleeper cells in mosques anymore. Mm-hmm. That's so blasé and past tense. Now they're worried about the Christians that are in these Catholic churches. I, I mean, when I think of extremism, I don't think of the Catholic church. Like, that's just not where my head goes on something like that. Uh, 
It's amazing to me that you have something that is being, you know, federally backed and pushed by federal law enforcement that really reeks of Nazism. I mean, it really yeah. does kind of scream 1938 Germany. Literally me. while they're calling you the Nazi. Yeah. They're calling you yeah. the Nazi and they're using all of the same tactics that the Nazis used. See, what you need to do is you need to, the, the news and why it matters just provided a valuable resource for you. So what you need to do is you need to find that quote. Thank you, Jim Jordan, for make, bringing this to the surface. Uh, and Chris Ray, who should be way out of a job because mm -hmm. uh, he's a pissant. But and an enemy of the people, I could go on since he put me on the list. And I'll call him out, too. <laughs> um, I mean, he's just a Chris. I'm a Chad. He's a Chris. What you should do is you should take that quote right there. Mm hmm. And every time somebody calls you a Nazi, mm -hmm. it's just take that little screenshot right there and boom, Twitter, I don't care what you say, there it is, boom, right there. Mm -hmm. now, now explain this to me. You want to call me a Nazi, you want to call me a fascist, uh, explain this right here. To and, and, and get, and, and on Americans And don't come back to me faith. with some meme. You, right. want, you want the FBI, you want the clergy to inform on practitioners in the Catholic Church to the FBI you want the church leadership to inform on Americans practicing their faith. Mm -hmm. Man, man. The ah, rot is deep. Is bad. It's so, so it's not just here with the FBI. It's like lawmakers just blatantly disregarding. the way. You know that how uh, people like AOC are always like, well, we, need, we need to maintain our democracy. If we don't do all of these things, democracy is going to die. Democracy is the most important thing ever. And then, um, you know, fast forward a few months later and she's directly urging Joe Biden to ignore, uh, you know, uh, court's rulings that would halt approval of the uh, abortion pill. So the Justice Department just appealed a Texas court ruling. Did you see this? That mm -hmm. would halt the approval of the drug used in the most common method of abortion in the United States. And AOC just goes on television and is blatantly just like, I think that the president should just have supreme power. I think he should be a dictator and just ignore states' rights and all these courts' rules at all. Watch. I believe that the Biden administration should ignore uh, this ruling. I think that we you know, the courts have the legitimacy and they rely okay, on the legitimacy of their rulings. And what they are currently doing is engaged in an unprecedented and dramatic erosion of the legitimacy of the courts. They, it, it is the justices themselves through the deeply partisan and unfounded mm. nature of these rulings mm. that are undermining their own enforcement. Mm. So the Biden regime should just not listen to the courts and do whatever they want because it's what they want to do and they want to push their agenda. But no, that's not at all like threatening your precious democracy that you think you have. So AOC is not only unhinged, but she's ignorant. Mm -hmm. That's a dangerous combination. Mm -hmm. Insanity and stupidity do not mix well together. OK, so with her, I would, God, please, well, someday in my life, please let me sit down with this woman and <clears throat> just have a conversation. And I'll be nice. I'll be nice. I just want to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, now you're supposed to uphold the Constitution of the United States. You took an oath to do so. To do so. If you don't know the Constitution, then it's literally like fishing in a swimming pool. Mm -hmm. There's no fish in there. When you ask her to recall something constitutionally, she can't do it because it's not in there. It's not in her head. So when she says something like this and basically calls for tyrannical overreach right. on the part of the federal government and just enforce it at whatever and ignore whatever the states say, because these courts are so big, they could just do whatever they want. 
<laughs> don't give up your guns. Don't give up your guns. Right, right. If you have to die, don't give up your yeah, guns. Same party who wants you to do that. Um, yeah. And start asking yeah. these people online, be like, do you want me to die? Because it sounds like you want me to die. I mean, I fear that their answer would be yes. Yeah, they would be. So start calling them out. They're the violent extremists. Right. Because yeah. I know the messages I get sent. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen yours, too. Same. Yeah, same. Um, all right, let's go ahead and let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Mm-hmm. I want to thank Fast Growing Trees. So Fast Growing Trees, you got to go there. It's fastgrowingtrees.com. Make sure, you know, spring is creeping up on us, and they've got it all. They've got shade. Uh, they've got, you know, uh, fruit trees. They've got all the plants you could imagine. And they've got a, a very easy little guide that it will tell you. You tell them what area you're located in and it will tell you what is going to grow best in your region. And um, they're gonna, it, it has a, a 30 day alive and thrive guarantee. So you don't need to go to the big box stores and you get your car all messy with all the soil that you've hoisted this tree in your back. And it's like, how am I ever going to get this soil out of the back of my car? Don't do that. Um, I use fast-growing trees. We love it. And uh, you know that everything will look great fresh out of the box because of their thriving guarantee. You can go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash news now to get 15% off of your entire order. Get 15% off and make your yard look amazing by going to fastgrowingtrees.com slash news. to vote tomorrow on whether to reappoint Justin Pearson as a representative to the state house following, of course, you mentioned it uh, earlier in the show, his expulsion from the body last week. He was one of two members who got expelled for, you know, just inciting an insurrection, which we were told was like a very bad, in fact, the worst thing you could possibly do as an American citizen uh, was incite an insurrection. And Yet they did and didn't think that they would face any consequences for it. Now, it's fascinating because there's these new videos that have surfaced of Justin Pearson. Um, Back in 2016, he was running for president of his student council. And I just want to show you just the, the contrast between Justin Pearson in 2016 and Justin Pearson just on Easter delivering a sermon at First Unitarian Church of Memphis uh, when he addressed Mother God in his prayer. Watch what a difference a few years makes. Hey everybody, I'm Justin J. Pearson, and I'm running for president of BSG. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. One has to do with representation. How can we represent all voices in a conversation? I want to do this by partnering with organizations from the Boone Democrats to the Boone Republicans. I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative, in order that we can reach a point of sort of the radical middle where conversation and dialogue happens and growth happens. Well, y'all, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I'm so glad to be in the house of the Lord with you this morning. Would would you mind going ahead and praying with me now, Mother God, Creator God, loving God, holy God. And we saw him last week with his, you know, over-the-top dramatic speech, his radicalism. And I think if they think that you just uh, over-enunciate and spread your words out and make them longer, that it makes you sound smart. (laughs) Makes you sound eloquent like a... Like a black preacher should. <laughs> I, so, and all the bobbleheads out there just bobbling. Bobbling at the I just, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about mm-hmm. Dylan Mulvaney being a grifter, which is t- totally true. Yeah. Th- 
How many, how many of these of radical politicians are just grifters? Of course. I, I listen, what happened to him? You ask the question, what happened to him was social media. Right. Like he started, he, he you know, he started seeing where he could benefit and capitalize off of this thing. And, and he became something he's not. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I, and I think that's what you have to do is you look at people and say, okay, have you consistently remained who you are? Somebody can watch your show for the last 10 years. You know, other than a faux pas in the 2016 election, you've basically <laughs> been the same person. You know, um, I've been the same person consistently through that deal. But, I mean, this just goes back six, seven years you see this guy. And all of a sudden, no, nah, Mother God. And yeah. Again, dude. Mm. That's quite a transformation. I mean, he became a whole new person. He really did. I think he's in the hair growth. Whatever <laughs> he put on there to make the fro grow is what, I mean, the soul glow melted into his brain and just saturated in there. And again, it let that soul glow. So I I'm, I'm, I'm trying to decide, is he a grifter or are these young kids Let just, they're so, they're vulnerable. They're hearing all of these, you know, radical ideas from people that they trust. Or maybe, <laughs> or maybe he's seen that Al Sharpton mm. still owes the IRS $4 million and is making bank day in and day out. Perhaps, you know, he's kind of seen how the thing works. He may be probably not stupid at all. I don't, yeah. I don't think he's stupid. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's learned how the game works. And yet, all of the sheep, all of the lemmings will follow him right into, as, you know, as we saw with the... <laughs> See, like, what, fate, hold on, hold on, hold on. That <laughs> fateful day. Fateful day. That day of March 30th or 31st. Shame on me, I can't remember the worst day <laughs> yeah. in American history. The day democracy almost died. Yeah. We got it back. So good. I wish that while he's speaking there at the Unitarian Church in Memphis, that suddenly they would just play a clip of him going, Hi, guys, I'm Ron for president, so I can bring the Democrats and the Republicans together on our college campus. It's going to be fantastic, y'all. <laughs> Let's bring that clip up there and just play it over. Mother God, Mother God, you have brought me from so many hardships such as this. Hi, kids. I just want to share all my Halloween treats with you. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a transformation. A little bit. Must be some money in it. A little bit. Not just, as you pointed out, not just in speech and looks and all of that um, and demeanor. It's messaging. Me messaging. Yeah. That messaging was one of unification. Yeah. Now they're now he's leading an insurrection on the Tennessee mm -hmm. Capitol and not even at all sorry about I'm it. Sure, so. Mother God will be so sweet to him. <laughs> Mother God, I think. I think he maybe needs to relook at that Bible that I'm sure he doesn't own. Um, I'd like to sit down with him too. You know, you want to sit down with a lot of these. I don't. I don't want to be in the same room with them. Nobody. I don't want to. I don't want to share a country with them. I don't want to share a planet with them. So good for you, I guess. Yeah, I just want to mock and ridicule them. Well, okay, that's fair. I do, but I do also do that. Um, all right, let's take another quick break. We'll be back with more. We want to thank Pure Health, and uh, you know who knows about taking care of your liver or who should know about taking care of their liver the most? It's Chad Prater. I do. I take this stuff <laughs> every does. single day of my life. You come out of my truck right now in the parking lot, I will pull out of the console. It's in there. My liver health formula. It's in there. It's in there. And, I mean, I do like wine. There's no, there's no you know... <laughs> You don't have to scoff about I it. Like, I like wine. I like wine. And, you know, your liver is there to detoxify your body, and we're throwing a lot at our body. Alcohol, tequila, 
wine, maybe Tylenol, statins, maybe a smoke, which you shouldn't. But uh, our livers, <coughs> they're dealing with a lot. And a lot of people have sluggish, fatty livers that's going to make you gain weight and lose energy. Help your liver out. It's only helping you with like 500 key functions every day. Try Liver Health Formula. It's all natural. It contains like 12 uh, clinically proven botanicals that are going to help you recharge and protect your liver. It's manufactured here in the USA, not China. So you got to go there. You can go to Get Liver Help dot com slash news you're gonna get five free gifts when you order today really i'm telling you you got to try it help your liver get liverhelp.com slash news you know on the show uh we often talk about the i don't know trepidation from some uh conservatives some in the gop who say uh you know ukraine is like kind of a i don't know they're not the good guys necessarily uh, engaged in a lot of corruption historically, and this whole Russia-Ukraine conflict, maybe we shouldn't keep funding. I'm a little concerned with the billions and billions of dollars that keep being sent there when we can't, you know, <coughs> pay for Americans that we have here. Perhaps we should, like, take a step back and stop trying to provoke World, World War III. Well, uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy would not be in agreement with you because he just recently pledged his full-scale support for Biden's war policies in Ukraine, saying we must win there. Watch. I want to play something that uh, Speaker McCarthy said because he, it, it seemed to at least shift a perception of where he is on the issue of Ukraine. Let me play it. I think what's happening in Ukraine is an atrocity. And I think Ukraine, not just Ukraine, the world has to win there. What Russia has done is wrong. In a phrase that I use a blank check, I use that for anything. I look at every dollar uh, of taxpayers that we would use. But the one thing I know that in Ukraine, we have to win because it also would uh, save Taiwan at the same time. Would it? Would it? Yeah, would it? We? Who's we? Who's we? I didn't sign up, sign my, off on my this. My kids, I mean, they got to go fight this, you know, if it keeps going down the line the way it is. We, ha- we have to win. We have to win there. When are they just going to say that when, like, this is, it's, it's a proxy war and it's a poorly hidden proxy war at this point. So, like, why don't you just come out and say it? Because we all see it. I, uh, yeah, and we know he's a warmonger. There's money in it, mm-hmm. so they're going to do that. And he's mm-hmm. got to spin the rhetoric the way they... I just finished a book this, this week about um, the end of World War II, specifically uh, the Eastern Front, the Germans against the Russians' Western Front when the Russians were just 40 miles from Berlin and the atrocities that the Russians were committing against the German citizens and German soldiers... Um, it, it, it's like the Germans, we know how bad they were in World War II, and the Russians, although we were allied with them for the same purpose, to beat the Germans, if you read about their atrocities, you have to sit back and you look and you go, okay, who were the good guys in, in, this, at, in World War II between the Russians or the Germans? Pick one. Neither one of them were good. Now, Russia served our purposes in that, you know, they helped us defeat the Germans in that regard. But this is why General Patton said, we need to keep on going and hit the Russians too, right? And they ultimately killed him for it, but... Uh, this is the kind of thing that I was reminded of when I was reading that book. And I was like, you know, everybody said, okay, we got to pick a side. We got to pick a side. There are no good guys in this no. deal. No. And what it's going to end up doing is we're going to f- continue funding this deal because there's money in it. They're going to keep laundering your taxpayer dollars back into their own pockets in D.C. as well as make people like Zelensky rich. And yeah, while I do feel bad for Ukrainian citizens, I feel, I feel bad for American citizens, especially this generation that's going to have to go over there and put boots on the ground and mm-hmm. fight this war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why? Because you believe in it? 
Well, it's just fascinating. We've talked about this on your show before, which, uh, by the way, everyone should be subscribed to and, you know, watch whether it be on, on Blaze TV or, or YouTube. It comes on right after this program. But it's just fascinating that they use that excuse that, like, well, we, you know, we have to make sure that the Ukrainians taken care of. It's like, wh- how many other countries are there around the world that have invasions? This is that happening have conflict in Africa right in now. In Africa, all over the place. And we don't butt our noses in there. Yeah. So, gosh, what's the difference? It's either you don't like black people or it's that this is financially, uh, you know, somehow lucrative for you. It is lucrative, right? Because, again, it's Russia, it's, which is, you know, our Cold War enemy. And that's you can easily drum up, you know, that fear of the Reds there. And, of course, Ukraine, they, they put Zelensky out there as the poster child for the persecuted. And so it, it's, it's a moneymaker. I mean, it's appealing, definitely, the imagery of it. I don't see a whole lot of battle scenes from Ukraine emerging. I mean, every now and then you can search out and find something where something happened there. But, like, I mean, I, I can easily find footage from Vietnam mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. Kuwait. I can find it from any of the, the desert wars that we fought, Afghanistan. I, I can find footage of all of that stuff. But it seems to be lacking in this whole Ukraine debacle. At the same time, we have people who are very important people like, you know, Nancy Pelosi when she was Speaker of the House. You've got Joe Biden visiting. You've got like you too. Ba- yeah, you too. <laughs> Bono visiting all these people showing up for these charity concerts. And it's just as fascinating to me because it, it they get the hell out of there after. So but if it's that dangerous, why are all of these important people going? Wouldn't they choose to meet in an alternate location? If it's that dangerous and that big of a deal, why is Zelensky stopping what he's doing to go pose for GQ magazine with yeah. his wife? It's really fascinating to me. Yeah, I think it was Vogue, but whatever. What? Whatever, Shut Sarah. up, Chad. Get it right. Shut up. You know what? It's a news thing, man. Just get it right. <laughs> um, Last word. I'm protecting you. Yeah, uh, you know, it just listen, the point remains. Everything, everything said it all when Kamala Harris and and at the time Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi were holding a Ukrainian flag in the mm-hmm. House of Congress mm-hmm. there uh, behind Zelensky speaking on the House floor. That that's that tells you everything you need to know. Oh, and a GOP representative uh, introduced a bill to put a bust of Vladimir Zelensky Stop. in Cong- I swear, in Congress. I swear, it was one of the Carolinas. I got a joke. I can't tell. Yeah. Who was it? Control? It was yeah. It was South Carolina, I believe, uh, representative. A GOP representative. Yeah. That's how bad it is. Um, all right. We, we got to. I think Chad's about to. His head's about to explode. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. Catch me on security camera. Well, Chad, we've only got a little bit of time left here, and I'd like to introduce you to Sophia Rebecca. This is, of course, a grown man who was accepted into the, what is this, the uh, prestigious Royal Academy of Dance as a ballerina. Let's see some of his beautiful, elegant, graceful moves. Watch. Oh, wow. Look at that toe point. See the camera shake? You hit the floor? It's not supposed to happen in ballet. Oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that is graceful. But did he feel graceful? Mm, he did feel it. He did, look at that. He did feel it. Wow. I am so glad that a woman was robbed of a spot at the Royal Academy of Dance 
for this gigantic clown. I'm going to encourage people to watch my show tonight because I have very specific things to say about this. But, uh, you know, I'm a father of a professional dancer mm -hmm. before the jokes come in, a legit ballerina. Right. I mean, she's professionally, classically trained. She went to school to do it. She had a four-year degree in dance, and it has a great career going mm -hmm. because of it. Uh, th this is amazing to me to watch this. I mean... They, they don't care. They'll destroy womanhood. They'll destroy the arts. They'll destroy everything they can with this. And, and I mean, this is like watching a dancing bear at the Moscow Circus right here. <laughs> you mentioned the camera shake. It's like, no. That ain't the way it's supposed to happen. Honey, you're not supposed to. Frappe. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Well, we appreciate you guys, uh, you know, going through the crazy times with us. Chad, thank you. Yeah. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.